0: Well, good morning once again, Friendship Church. Uh, We are in the middle of our series, literally the middle of our series on uh, 10 for Life. We are learning 10 Bible verses here together as a church. We have already learned five Bible verses, huh? Give yourselves a big hand. Good job. You learned five Bible verses. And then we've got five verses coming up as as well over the next five weeks. And so looking forward to what the Lord has for us there. If they were going to come and take our Bibles from us, we only had enough time to learn 10 Bible verses to keep us walking on the straight and narrow with the Lord. What would those 10 verses be looking at the whole Bible? Uh, And so we've learned a lot so far. We've learned to seek first the kingdom of God, right? Uh, We have uh, memorized... Uh, how we need uh, to meditate with God in prayer. That's our connection with our rock, with the Lord. We've learned that salvation comes through faith and not by works. Um, we've learned to be strong and courageous because God is with us. Amen? And then last week, love God, love people. Uh, that's what God wants us to do. And so we're looking at another verse here today. We're in James chapter 5. Uh, is where we're going to be at, and so do you have your Bible verse memorized? We're going to say it here together. We're going to say it loud and proud. Are you all ready? All right. <laughs> we need a little. We need a little pep, don't we? We need a little pep going on here. We need to do some jumping jacks first or something? I don't know. Okay. We're going to say our verse together. Are you ready? There we go. That's what I'm talking about. Here we go. All right. Let's say it. Therefore confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed for the prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective James 5:16 All right good job good job dot dot 16 that's right. All right that's a good verse uh, this verse comes from the book of James. I love the book of James. It is so practical um, and just some things on how to do it. James, brother of Jesus, um, it gives us just some practical information on what to do. And so maybe you're looking at this verse and you're thinking, why this verse in the top 10? I mean, there are many verses throughout the Bible. If you're wanting to talk about healing, Pastor Adam, there's plenty of verses in the Bible that we can talk about. Why are you wanting to look at this one? Well, Partly because of its practicality. It, it gives us some practic- what practically to do uh, when we are supposed to pray. And so we're going to come together. We're going to do that. Um, but also, what I want us to remember is that God is still in the healing business today. Amen. How many of you believe that? Amen. That God is still in the healing business today. In fact, raise your hand if you have ever seen a healing before. Raise your hand if God's ever healed you before. Look around. God is in the healing business still today. And so we need to talk about that, okay? Because um, if we're going to only learn 10 verses, hopefully we learn more, okay? But but for our series' sake, if we're going to learn 10 verses, we need to remember that, yes, God cares about our eternal life, obviously. That's where we're headed, okay? But while we're here on this earth, God is with you physically he's with you relationally he's with you mentally he's with you emotionally he's with you all these different ways financially uh he can bless he can touch he can heal he can redeem he can heal amen Amen. so like, like I said earlier it's not just get you saved and then wait till heaven like God is with us and wants to bless us and wants to touch us and heal us and all these things throughout our life as well he doesn't just leave us at it okay And so we need to remember that. And it is okay to pray for that healing. That's okay to do that. So today, when I'm talking about healing, many times when when someone says, do you need to be healed? And you're like, no, I feel fine. Okay, physically healing, that is true. But how many of you know there's more healing that needs to to take place sometimes? There is uh, physical healing we're going to pray for today. We're going to pray for spiritual healing today. We're going to pray for emotional healing. Healing. There are sometimes that there are things going on in your life. Maybe you're just crazy stressed at work, and your emotions are going. You need some emotional healing in your life. Financial healing. There, are from time to time, there are some financial things that's going on, and you need to touch from the Lord. Mental, um, mental healing. Some of that is 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 mentally speaking not right, but also just trying to make decisions. And you're you kind of broken in the way that you've been making decisions. And so you need some healing mentally. And then also relationship. There's relationship between husband and wife, between parent and child, between co-worker and co-worker. There are relationship bonds that sometimes are broken. That's what we're talking about when we're talking about healing today. Okay, So it's not just one kind. There's several kinds of healings. And maybe there's more as well. Um, so we believe in healing. And then... The other reason why this is in the 10 is that this points so strongly, this verse points so strongly to the relationship that we have with with each other. We are not meant to go through this life alone, okay? We're not meant to go through this life alone by ourselves. We're suffering alone. I've got this stuff that's going on in in my life. I'm not going to tell anybody about it. This verse points us to what we are supposed to do, so we're going to talk a lot about it. Here today. So, all those reasons say this has got to be in our top 10. We need to be reminded that God can touch us and heal us and that connection that we have with each other. So, James chapter 5, you're probably already there. You can turn there, James chapter 5. We're going to start in verse 13, okay? It says, Is anyone among you in trouble? Let them pray. Is anyone happy? Let them sing songs of praises. Is anyone among you sick? Let them call the elders of the church to pray over them and anoint them with oil in the name of the Lord. You see how practically this is, really this whole book is. Uh, so there's this, these big picture things on what we need to do. And then James talks a lot about here's how you do it, okay? So is anyone among you in trouble? What should we do? We're like, I don't know what to do. Pray. We should pray. Prayer is not a last resort for problems in your life. Prayer is not a last resort for problems in your life. Is anyone of you in trouble? What are you supposed to do? You're supposed to pray. Okay? Is anyone happy? Well, yeah, you can pray there too. (laughs) Okay? Let them sing songs of praise. That lets you know, listen, there are times we are in the valley, spiritually, physically, whatever it is, where we are not doing very well. And what are you supposed to do? You're supposed to pray. There are times we are up on the mountaintop. Things are going good. Money's in the bank kids hadn't fought in weeks, or whatever, you know? It's like, things are going pretty good right now. Let's not forget to sing praises and thanks to God while things are going good. Don't just talk to the Lord when things are going bad. Let me say it like that. Sometimes some have a tendency to do that. Well, if things are going bad, well, I need you, Jesus. When things are going good, I got it, Lord. No, you got it because God's got it, okay? Okay? That's why you got it, okay? So let's not forget uh, that when we are doing pretty well, and it's okay sometimes to say we're doing pretty well, relationship, whatever it may be, okay, but we give praise and thanks and honor to God for that, right? Suffering should draw out prayer. Sufficiency should draw out praise, okay? So when we, there is suffering, we need to pray. We need to pray. And we'll learn in just a minute. It's not just pray by ourselves. We need to pray with the body of Christ. Okay? Okay, so suffering should draw out prayer. Sufficiency should draw out praise. If the Lord has made it sufficient for us, then we praise Him. Okay? Verse 15. And the prayer offered in faith will make the sick person well. The Lord will raise them up if they have sinned They will be forgiven. All right? The prayer offered in faith will make the sick person well. The Lord will raise them up. They have sinned. Now, this is not necessarily a prayer for deliverance every single time. Okay? We've already raised our hand that we have uh, experienced healing in our life. Okay? Have you ever prayed before and you were not immediately healed? You don't have to raise your hand. That's not something fun to raise your hand about. Okay? But you've prayed... And there was not an immediate healing. we believe that that well when you talk about that the, will make the sick person well, that there is also sustaining power that God brings you through that so he 'll bring peace he 'll bring strength he 'll bring wisdom he 'll bring so many things while you are enduring what you are enduring okay now this is even in the Bible as well because you 've got Paul who prayed. Uh, three times he says that God would take away this thorn in his flesh, and God's answer to him was, My grace is sufficient. Okay? So even Paul dealt with the situation that he prayed for many times, multiple times, did not receive immediate healing, but God says, My grace is sufficient. So what he's saying is, There is a reason why you are going through this for a time, but do not worry because I am sufficient for you. My grace is sufficient for you. I'm going to give you wisdom to make these decisions. I'm going to give you strength to go through physical or mental or whatever. I'm going to give uh, you peace as you go through emotional pain, whatever it may be. God is going to provide that for you. Everybody said amen. Okay? God is going to provide that for you. Then it says that if you have sinned, you will be forgiven. Now, sometimes the question arises is... um, if I'm sick, and I, and I mean all these, all these kinds of sicks, emotional, all these things, is it because there's sin in my life? And the answer is, maybe. <laughs> okay, that's the answer, all right? So you look at when Jesus uh, went up, was with his disciples, and was looking at the man uh, who was blind. And the disciples said, who sinned Jesus, this man or his parents, which is why he is blind? And Jesus said, neither one sinned, okay? Neither sinned. This happened so that the power of God might come forth, right? So it wasn't sin that brought on this sickness, but it was so that God could show his power. Then you also look at King Herod, who took praise uh, and glory, didn't give it to God, and he was eaten by worms right then, okay? So we should not automatically think if there is sickness in someone else or in ourselves, that it absolutely is sin in our life, but we also shouldn't automatically think that it's not sin in our life. It is okay to say, Lord, is there something going on that I need to repent of? Is there something going on? It is okay to pray that prayer, okay? And we don't want to put that on somebody else. You're, you're still sick? Well, there's probably sin in your life. No, 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 no. We're not, let's not do that, okay? That, you have no idea what's going on, okay? Um, however, it is very appropriate... That if there is sickness in your life, physical, whatever, all these things, okay, that you can come to the Lord and you can confess if they have sinned, they will be forgiven. So there is um, spiritual renewal that can happen in all of this, right? Then he says, uh, I like what James says earlier, I think it was in the chapter before, in, in James chapter 4, so important for us to remember when we're talking about when we are sick, Okay? And this is so important, I'm going to go King James on you, okay? You have not because you ask not, okay? You know it's important because I go King James. You have not because you ask not. When it comes to needs, pray. Come to the Lord and ask that God heal you. It is okay to come to the Lord and ask, God, i got this going on in my life. I've got some stress. Uh, There's a broken relationship with me and my kids, whatever it may be. It is okay to come to the Lord and pray for that. But here's the deal. We are not meant to be alone in our prayer, okay? Now, we've already talked about um, prayer as it pertains to our relationship with the Lord, our individual relationship with the Lord, that we meditate, that we pray because He is our rock. I think it was week number two that we talked about this. And so one of the most important things is this personal prayer time that we need to have every day, every week, all the time. We need to stay in constant... uh, um, Constant conversation with the Lord. Pray without ceasing, the word says. Uh, that we are talking with the Lord on a personal level because He is our source, right? So we've already talked about that. Now we're going to talk about corporate prayer, that as we come together, we're supposed to pray with each other about things. Did you know that? So in this, you have not that you have not because you ask not. Yes, you can ask personally, but James shows us what we are supposed to do, what we are supposed to do, is that we are supposed to bring our prayers to the church and to each other so that we can pray for each other. And that is so, so important. The prayer offered up in faith will make the sick person well, right? So you come to the church and we pray for you, which leads to our verse 16. Therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. I love that word, powerful. Prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. So it starts with this, therefore, confess your sins with each other. So we're supposed to come together and we should be able to trust the people in our church to come with struggles that we are having, sin or not. okay. If there, are struggling, if there are struggles that we are having, we are not meant to suffer alone. okay. We're not meant to suffer alone. In fact, the Bible tells us, come, talk about it, find someone that you can talk to about your struggles so that they can pray for each other, that you can pray for each other. So this confess your sins to each other, that doesn't necessarily mean open mic night. Where, okay, everybody come up and tell everybody your sins, okay? That's, that's not what we're talking about. That's not what he's saying, okay? But we need to be able to have someone in the church, whether that's me or leadership or someone that you can come to and say, I'm struggling with this, whether it's sin or something else, but we need to be able to pray with you about that. Please do not suffer alone, in your sickness, in your sin, in relationship situations. It's up to you how much details you give. But listen, we need to be able to... Surely we have gotten past like gossip stuff, right? I mean, we're we're the church. Surely we've gotten past the point where we're not hearing prayer requests so we can tell somebody, did you hear what's going on? We're not doing that. We are far past that, right? We want a goodness culture church that is not this church that that might be church somewhere down the street. I don't know. That's not this church, okay? We are far beyond that. Instead, we are a house of people that love each other. And if you're struggling, you better tell somebody you're struggling. We need to help you. We need to pray for you. We need to be there for you. Maybe financially we can help you out. We can go visit you at the hospital, whatever it may be. We want to help each other out. And so find someone in the church that you can talk with about some struggles and some situations, okay? If you're struggling as a parent, you can talk to somebody about it, okay? I got three girls. I'm struggling as a parent, man. Come on. I'm just saying it, okay? I'm just saying. I don't know what I'm doing. Nobody knows what they're doing, okay? We're trying to figure this thing out, okay? I'm gonna <laughs> Can I be honest with you for a second? I think I've hit, I've hit some home runs every now and again, but I've struck out a couple of times too, okay? Like, we're trying to figure this out. And so it's okay to come to somebody and say, I'm struggling as a father. I'm struggling as a brother, as a sister. I'm struggling as this, okay? Help me out. That's what we are supposed to do. And then what happens, the prayer of a righteous person, and that's why you come to the church, That's why you don't go to YouTube for your answers. There ain't no righteousness there, okay? You don't go out in the world. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. Not the video on YouTube is powerful and effective. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. Do we still believe that healing can happen today? Mark eleven twenty four. 24, Therefore I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it, and it will be yours. And when you stand praying, if you hold anything against anyone, forgive them so that your Father in heaven may forgive your sins. You see the connection, first of all, between spirituality and healing, and the connection between each other and healing. We're all in this together, Right? Okay? We are in this together. Believe that you have received it, it will be yours, and stand with each other. Matthew 18. Again, truly I tell you that if two of you on earth agree about anything they ask for, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. For where two or three gather in my name, there I am with them. You see, the spiritual spiritual things that are going on, even in physical needs, but you see the grouping together of righteous people to pray for something. Do you see that? Do not suffer alone. Do not, when you go into your prayer closet for your prayer time, let that be the only time that you pray for your financial situations, for your physical situations, for your emotional situations. Okay? If two or three can gather together, God is in that midst. Philippians 4, 6. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation... By prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. Bring them to God. God wants to hear those requests in every situation. Then it says, And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Jesus Christ. That's what we talk about. Healing may or may not come that second, but peace is going to come, and wisdom's going to come, and strength is going to come, and all these things. And then we believe that that healing is going to come that day as well. 1 Peter 3.12, for the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears are attentive to their prayer. But the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. So God is listening to us when we pray. Did you know that? When we sit down and we pray, God's not busy. God hears you when you pray. You can talk to the Lord, and he listens to you. To you. So what are we supposed to do, okay? I'm going to keep with the tone and the theme of James, and I'm going to be very practical for us here today, okay? What are we actually supposed to do as we look at this text? Everybody in this room has a part to play when it comes to prayer for healing in any situation, okay? First of all, it is the sick person's role or responsibility to come forward and pray, Okay? We don't know what we're praying for if you don't come and tell us what you need. So it is your job to come and pray and to tell us what's going on. I'm going to... Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Some of y'all may receive this. Some of you may not. I don't know. Okay. Not a big fan of I haven't unspoken. Tell us what's going on. Okay. I don't have to have every detail, but can you tell us what's going on? That's what the Word of God says. Come forward, tell us what's going on, so that we know how to pray for you. We want to know what to pray about. We want to know what to, we want to agree with you in this prayer. So when you come forward, I, I, maybe we say that so that we don't feel embarrassed by what we're praying for, or maybe we don't want to give all the details. There's no reason to be embarrassed because we all go through different things and you don't have to share all the details. Pray for me and my husband. Great, I know what to pray for. Okay? I have a direction. I know what to do. So it's your role, it's your job to come and to pray. In fact, you don't even have to bring the faith. You just have to bring the need. It doesn't even say here in James that you are the one that brings the faith or the belief. Remember, when... Uh, uh, Jesus, he asked the man, he says, uh, do you want to be healed? Do you believe? And he says, yes, Lord, I believe, but help my unbelief. What was he saying there? Do I believe? Sort (laughs) of. Okay? He didn't bring the belief. He didn't bring the faith. He brought the need, and Jesus touched him and healed him. Okay? So your role, don't leave us in the dark of what you need prayer for. Come forward and pray and tell us what you want to pray for. The church's responsibility is to gather around and to pray for the sick person. You need to allow the church to be able to come and pray. Galatians 6.2, carry each other's burdens and in this way you will fulfill the law of Christ. We are to carry each other's burdens. There is no one in this church who just comes to church, you get a little something, and then you leave. That's not being a part of the church. That's not being a part of the church. It is our role, the the role and the responsibility of the church, to gather around and to pray and then to consistently pray. Remember when when someone came forward for prayer and I prayed for them and it's Tuesday, you're going to pray for them again. We consistently pray. Remember in Acts when Peter was in prison and the church joins together to pray for Peter to get out of prison, and then Peter comes and knocks on the door and says, Hey, I'm out of prison. And the church goes, Hey, be quiet. We're praying for Peter to get out of prison. <laughs> Peter's like, I'm out of prison. They join together to pray for Peter, okay? Church, join together and pray for the people around you. We have a role to play. And that's how we get and talk to each other, become friends with each other, so that we can learn prayer requests and pray for each other. Then, it is the elders' responsibility, it's my responsibility, it's the church's responsibility, to have faith. To pray the prayer of faith. That's what he says, let them call the elders of the church to pray over them, anoint them with the oil, in the name of the Lord, and the prayer offered in faith we'll make them well. I've been praying all week, Lord, give me faith to know that healing is for today and that you want to touch someone on Sunday morning. I've been praying it all week. Lord, give me faith. You don't even have to bring the faith. But God, give me faith to pray. We're going to pray in just a minute, by the way. So get ready. We're going to pray in just a minute for healing. Lord, Give me the faith to pray. I want to pray the prayer of faith, believing in the name of Jesus Christ. That's my responsibility to bring. Now, I said that everybody has a responsibility in the room. Did you know that God has a responsibility as well? It is God who heals. When you come up and I pray for you, it is not me that heals you. It is not the church that heals you. It is God that heals you. So, here in just a minute, when it comes to this verse, when we look at what James tells us to do, everyone in this room has a responsibility, has a role to play. If you have a need, it is your responsibility to come forward and be prayed for. The church's role and the responsibility is to get get beside you and to pray with you. It is the leadership's responsibility to bring faith and to pray the prayer in faith and then it is God's responsibility to heal. He's the one that heals, not me. So we believe in the healing power of Jesus Christ. It is not God's plan that His people be alone. Members of Christ's body should be able to count on others for support in prayer. That's what we're here for. Remember in Matthew 9:2? He says, "Some men brought him. Uh, brought to him, Jesus, a paralyzed man lying on a mat, when Jesus saw their faith. When Jesus saw their faith. Not the man's faith who had, a, who had a need. When Jesus saw their faith, the man was healed. Church, we need to bring faith, and we need to pray that God heals our needs. Romans twelve twelve: Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer faithful in prayer. If we pray for healing and it doesn't happen today, we're going to pray again next week. We're going to pray again next week. We're going to pray again this week. We're going to be faithful in prayer because we know who we're praying to. But I believe that God's going to heal somebody here today, all right? Let's finish the verse. Or let's finish the section. Verse 17. This is very interesting where James goes, okay? So he's talking about very practically, this is what you do when you pray. You're supposed to come forward, people pray for you, and God heals. And then he says this, verse 17 Elijah was a human being, even as we are. He prayed earnestly that it would not rain, and it did not rain on the land for three and a half years. Again, he prayed, and the heavens gave rain, and the earth produced its crops. I've been banging this drum for a long time. We go to scripture when we need help. We go to scripture. What does the word of God say? What does the word of God say? James goes to the word of God, scripture goes to scripture. Okay, so here's, here's, here's the help. Here's how we know this is true. We can look back in the history of the church or the history of, of the Israelites, the history of us, and we can see that the, the miracle-working power of God is true. In that time, they were worshiping Baal, and they said, Baal is the source of everything that we have. Even the rain comes from Baal. And Elijah says, oh, really? Well, I'm going to pray to my God that it doesn't rain. And he does, and it doesn't rain for three and a half years. And they're over here praying to Baal and praying to Baal and it's not raining. And Elijah prays and it rains. And it doesn't rain. And then he prays again and the heavens gave rain. God is our source. Amen? God is our source. So, let us pray the prayer of faith. Let us pray the prayer of faith. Just briefly, on Sunday a week ago, when, uh, when little Maggie was born, there was a situation where it was trending in not a good place. I'll say it like that. It was trending not well. And Pastor Tommy and Jenna started praying. Susan started praying, sent out a text to a few people and said, just pray, and that's all she put, or something, just pray. Prayers appreciated. It was trending in the wrong direction. People started praying, and then she was delivered fine, and everything's great. I just tell a short, sweet story of something that happened this week. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. And so we're going to pray. Worship team, come on up. I want the worship team to come on up, and they're going to worship with us and for us, and we are going to pray. If we can't stand here this morning, what I'm going to do is if you are here today if you are here today and you are sick and so let me define what i mean by sick you have a spiritual need that you need to pray for if there's something spiritually going on in your life something is not right with you and the lord and you need to pray and you are sick and you need the prayer of righteous people to pray for you are you here and you have a physical need There is something going on in your body or someone that you love, their body, and you want to stand in the gap for someone and you want to pray for them. There is a physical need that's going on. We want to pray for physical healing. Are you struggling emotionally? There's some stress or you can't sleep. There's some emotional things that's going on and you want prayer for that. You have financial need, financial concerns. There are things that are going on and you need to touch financially. We want to pray for that. Mentally, you're, you're having to make some decisions and you're not sure what decision God wants you to make. And there's some sort of brokenness there. You're not sure what to do. And so you want prayer for that. We're going to pray for that. Or you have a relationship need. There, there is a, something breaking down between you and your wife, you and your husband, you and your kids, coworkers, whatever it may be. There's a relationship need. This is what I am defining right now as someone who is sick. You are dealing with one of those needs or, or, or something even beyond that. And you say, okay, it's my responsibility to come forward and to get prayed for. And we're going to pray for people here this morning, all right? So if you're here and maybe you don't have one of those needs, but you're a prayer warrior and you love prayer and you want to pray with people, and you're wondering, can I come forward and pray for people? Absolutely, we want you to come forward and pray for people, okay? Please come forward and help me pray. I would like to pray with everyone, okay? So if, if, if that is you, if you are a sick If you were feeling sick this morning with one of those six things, mentally, spiritually, physically, whatever it may be, I'd like you to come forward and I want to be able to pray with you so if you can line up across the front and that way I can pray with you. You don't have to tell me all the details of what's going on, but I would like to pray with you. And the church wants to gather around with you and pray. What we are about to do is very biblical, very biblical here today. So if that's you right now, come forward. Uh, and you want prayer for something in your life, would you come forward and just line up across the front and we want to pray with you, okay? Whatever that may be. Spiritual needs, physical needs, emotional needs, financial need, mental need, relationship need, whatever it may be. I'm going to need some help. So those prayer warriors as well, you can come forward and help me pray. I see that there's a lot of needs this morning, but I also know that there's a big God. How many of you know that? Amen. How many of you know there's a big, big God? So while, I, while they lead us in worship, you can begin to pray. Prayer warriors who are out here, please come and help me pray, okay? Please come and help me pray. But you right now, begin to pray right now. And we're going to come to you, and we're going to pray with you, and we're going to pray for you. Dear Jesus, be with us here this morning. God, we pray. We pray for a miracle a miracle in our lives here today. We pray for healing power in the name of Jesus, Lord. Healing power in the name of Jesus, we pray, God. Hallelujah. Let's pray. God, we thank you. What a healer you are. What a healer you are. God, we say thank you God, I come against doubt in the name of Jesus. Amen. <clears throat> Not everyone, but several of the prayers this morning revolved around doubt. And that's, Lord, that has started from the beginning. The snake said, did God really say? trying to feed doubt into us. Now let me repeat back the words to you, some words that you did say that we can hold on to. Be strong. Be courageous. Do not be sad. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Help us as a church to remember these and other words, that these words of God are true. And I come against doubt in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I come against all doubt that this world tries to send, that Satan tries to send, that maybe we conjure up on our own. I come against it in the name of Jesus. You are a God that we can trust and that we can know, that we can believe in. You are with us. You are with us, God. You are with us, God. You do not leave us by ourselves, but you are with us, Lord. I come against it in the name of Jesus. Help us to walk out of here with our shoulders back, with our head held high, knowing that you are walking with us, God. We have nothing to fear. We have nothing to doubt. You are with us. God, I pray for healing. We say thank you. We say thank you, Lord. Thank you, God, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Give the Lord a hand, clap of praise. Thank you, Jesus.